the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Oh, yeah, we're here. 8.08 WPTF time. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. I'm Mike Rayleigh. And I'm, Ann Clapp's over there. Morning, Ann. How you doing? Got some um, new shoes uh, and everything. Are they comfortable? Yeah, they are. I spiffy mean, looking. I, I, Real I, I spiffy. I mean, they are, they are really spiffy yeah. looking there. I like these. And uh, the former Secretary of State, Attorney General... Uh, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee and the Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina, Rufus Edmonston Esquire, is is here. And the and the father of Jasper, That's you right. are that the, the the weekend gardener dog, the That's mascot. Right. He is sir. He certainly is. So do you have any new shoes too? Uh, I, I like shoes that you don't have to lace up so that I can be lazy. That's that's how uh, that's what Ann got. So. Uh, well, you have hers. Those, looks like a teenager. Those boaters too. Yours, yours are not yeah, laced yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they yeah, are. You got to lace them up every day. That's how I lace them up, man. I work yeah. for everything I got. <laughs> 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 and Phil Campbell's back with us. Good morning. Because we like Phil. Well, good morning, and I like y'all, and I like all the listeners. So and that's great. You brought pastries for everybody too. I did. I went by Baker's Dozen. I did. And uh, let me just say this really quick. We're having a trunk load sale, and it's we opened at 8 o'clock this morning. And you can get 10, up to 10 flats, and uh, they're, they're $25 for the whole thing. And then uh, we've got What if we don't have a truck? A trunk. Oh. Uh, well, trunk of your oh, car. Oh, we got a truck. Sound, I know. Sounds like a truck. You need a truck. Yeah. So then um, – and then we have perennials on sale for half price, and then we have some select shrubs that I've been looking at for about a year or more, and they're on sale for $5, and they're beautiful, and there's nothing wrong with them. But <clears throat> they're just – I need some space. They just haven't moved. <clears throat> well, I need some space. So what what kind of shrubs? Give us an example. We've got some uh, dwarf Albertas, Ooh. and then we've got – Lordy, I can't remember the names of those. I'll get the names of all of them, but there's about five or six different kinds. So we've got some really nice um, Campbell Road Nursery, of course. Yes, yes, and uh, we, like I said, we usually open at nine on Saturday, but we opened at eight this morning. So good, great. They should be there, and everybody has set their alarm <coughs> clock. Yeah, and everybody. I mean, well, it's like a little village. Everybody lives there. That's right. 
And yeah. we were uh, we the had, it's a compound like the candies you say. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the Phil the, this morning I looked out the hibiscus that I got years ago from you at the throwaway pile at the end of the year. Yeah. Is it Annabelle, I believe? The name of the hibiscus Wh- is dark is it, red. Is it dark does it have dark leaves or green leaves? It's got green leaves. Okay, then it's probably I don't know, there's a Luna that we grow that comes up every year and looks really nice and has a great big this is not a really big this is it's a huge okay well that's about three feet tall yep that's a that's a luna it tends to grow more in a shrub type and we've got some of those actually in the on the sale um in the sale house but they're just fantastic we've got tons of plants and um there's nothing wrong with them i've just got to have the space because guess what pansy plugs will be here in just a few weeks i can't believe it Uh well people need to get out there because your plants grow. Well, the people that came yesterday were so happy. It was good to see people upbeat and happy and positive and just um, having a good time. That's mm-hmm. that's what I like. I mean, they were getting cartloads of plants and having a great time. That's kind of like we have on this show. That's right. We do cartwheels. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, we do uh, that very well. You, you ought to see Rufus do a cartwheel. That's that's the most amazing thing. It's belly first. With a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is which is even harder to do. So, Phil, uh, I want to report that cigar you got me for my birthday. Yes. Is really good. Well, I'll go back and get you another one. You got that, that You got that somewhere up in the mountains, didn't you? No, I got it in Southern Pines at the corner store down there. Oh, yeah. Jason said, I don't have real good cigars, but this is the best one I got. <laughs> well, my grandma, my mama used to say, it's going to be a cold winter and you see a hog walk around with a stick in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I had two two uncles who smoked cigars, and they uh, were both named Eugene. That's no kidding. Oh they married oh, wow. sisters, and uh, they both, both smoked cigars constantly. Wow. I kind of always thought they were stinky. <laughs> yeah. Now, Still people, do. People tell me they, that they can't stand to smell cigarettes, but a lot of people like the smell of a cigar. Now, I like the uh, smell of a pipe. I love yeah. the That's what you pipe. used to smoke. Yeah. Our, our friend Frank Simberlake used to be a salesman here about uh, 30, 40 years ago, and uh, he had the best pipe tobacco. He got it somewhere in Virginia. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was the best-smelling stuff. Well, I used to, when I smoked a pipe, and that was years ago, and especially during Watergate, you could smoke in, in buildings then. Yeah, and everybody on the, the committee, except yeah. Senator Irvin, smoked a And he was pipe, a smoker when he was on the bench. But I, I had something called Carter Hall smoking mm-hmm. tobacco. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, um, they did a really nice story on you last night. That's right. And there's a picture of you with a pipe in your mouth. And oh that, my! Own that story, and it's um, that was one fantastic story. You know, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to to do a story on people. You know, I mean, certain things go wrong. But I tell you what, that they did one fantastic job on that, <coughs> and you did a fantastic yeah, job as well. Well, he's I, I, I polished must, and seasoned. I must look yeah. at so it. I, I'd forgotten about it. I know. A, and you looked about yeah. sixty-five years old on TV. I tell you what. Well, I thought he was 63 his last birthday. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're in, in anniversary, marking an anniversary for Watergate. Uh, yes. The, this, the, uh, June the 17th was the 49th year, mm-hmm. and 2022 will be the 50th year of the Watergate break-in, 
And Watergate never seems to go away because it, it taught us some lessons, which I'm afraid we haven't learned from. Uh, that that when you get when you get all puffed up in government and you let one one branch get out and get power over another one, you got troubles coming. The founding fathers are pretty smart people. They knew that you had to have three independent branches of government, and each one looking over the shoulder of the other to make sure that nobody got out, out of hand. And that breaks down occasionally. And I, I must say that the problem I see today with democracy in America is that we have gone crazy with big money in politics. Yeah. That was one then. There was a Supreme Court decision handed down four or five years ago that said you can spend all kinds of money and don't have to report it. And that was the breakdown. And that was what Watergate was all about follow the money because there was money floating around. And that lets people get into trouble, and I'm afraid we're we're right there again today until we do something about this huge amounts of undetected, unaccounted for money in politics. We're going to have problems, and that's all the politics you'll hear for the rest, right. of, rest of the year. That's yeah, right. um, but so so be it. All right, uh, it's a one. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I can't wait to see the story. Um, yeah, it's a from, really uh, good Spectrum, story. Spectrum News, and, and it's I guess it's on the. You have to be a, sub, a subscriber to Spectrum. You can actually go on um, if you go on Google and pull up Spectrum. Uh, you can watch the story. Okay, great. Yeah. That's what I intend to do then. Yeah. Hey, you're invited to the 13th annual Iris Sale today at uh, the J.C. Ralston Arboretum, 4415 Borough Road. They are at the Ruby McSwain Education Center uh, from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. or until they sell out. And it's sponsored by the Eastern North Carolina Iris Society, an affiliate of the American Iris Society. And they'll have uh, iris rhizomes from several local gardens from uh, 5 to $10 a piece. Very reasonable. Everybody needs several iris. All plants are freshly dug and ready to be planted in your garden. Reblooming irises will be available. Only cash or checks are accepted, <clears throat> please. And uh, if you, anybody who joins the American Iris Society at the sale will receive a free iris. Yeah, and by the way, it's a good time to divide your irises. I'm sure they will tell you that because there will be a bunch of members <clears throat> of the society there, so you can get all of the information you want on uh, iris. Since that uh, sweet lady from down in... Ms. Princeton Powell. is not with us anymore. Miss Powell, yeah, Miss Powell. Powell, yeah, and her garden's not there anymore. But uh, those, uh, hopefully, those iris are spread all over the place. Well, I've has. got some in the in the Edmiston garden. Yeah, she called. Her, she used to call the show occasionally. Yeah. we always loved hearing from her, and it was uh, interesting person. It's a real treat. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Somebody asked me yesterday um, how we have so much energy on this show. I said, "Well, in my case, I don't have to get up until six o'clock, which is a nice treat for me during the week. I have I have more energy, but it's you know it's fun to do." Well, I think that when you're with positive people and you're talking about something that you love, um, I think that gives you lots of energy and. Um, and the people calling in or are interested in gardening and or just interested in talking with with us here and you know um it's not it's just it's a, there's a lot of positive energy flowing here and it it just feeds you know yeah, it does so that's great that's great 
Yeah, Lynn Shackelford's here. The Shack is here. I don't know what in the world is uh, the best man in the company. He's just uh, he's program director for a bunch of stations, and uh, what a great guy. Morning uh, there, Shaq. It's Tony Rigsby's birthday today. Oh. Well, great, Tony. Happy birthday. Ray, uh, he is just short of 104 today. Well, I'll give him a donut. <laughs> but, you know, he, he still looks good. Still looks good. I remember when he was a young, skinny little boy over at, over in Durham at that little station. WTIK. WTIK. And yeah. I went in there one time. That would have been over. Did you go in there to preach or to Before talk he, politics? I went in there to sing. Oh, I and, was going to say that. But. And they, they had live <laughs> like, shows, and I, right. I remember they had a abandoned there that day. I was supposed to. Go Were you in between campaigns? Or well, I, in between offices. Or? I, I was. Uh, I was just making my rounds uh, oh, okay. of the radio stations. I got you. They had a, a group called the Roanoke Valley Boys, <laughs> and uh, old Tony said, "Well, Rufus, I hear you sing." I said, "Well, I can hum a little bit." Now I got in there and we sang East Virginia Blues with those boys. How about that? <laughs> Run Oak Valley Boys. What an auspicious occasion. Right there, live on WTIK <laughs> with Tony at the helm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I gave I gave Tony a a letter that Douglas Edwards had sent to somebody in nineteen fifty six on uh, CBS stationery. Yeah, he's a he's a, a big Douglas Edwards fan who uh-huh. was uh, I first first television anchor yeah, for too. CBS, and so uh, so Tony Tony's a proud owner of that. Now I'm sure he's sitting there still looking at it. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, happy birthday to Tony! Happy birthday to you if you're having a birthday today. We'll talk with Craig and Raleigh coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. It's eight twenty. For forty years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then. The Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard, a WPTF tradition since 1945. We were back on uh, the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Rufus was talking. We were getting ready to go on the show uh, when we opened up. Ann said, hush, Rufus. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to start a, a show called Hush, Rufus. Hush, yeah. Rufus. And that is hard to do. It's hard to hush up a retired politician. Recovering. 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 Yes. Recovering. So you you haven't given up. You may you may run again if you're not retired. You're recovering. No, I, you're not I retired. Made a, I made a vow to my wife. Okay. And, and Jasper, no more running. Right. And Jasper will be very happy. Well, we'll run you for a commissioner so we can call you commissioner. Well, you can go. That's ahead the only do thing that. we can't call you. That's right. But he's a great gardener. He is the best. That's right. Well, uh, my my garden's about half full of Phil Campbell stuff. Yeah. I a think lot of, of Nelson and, and Logan's in there, too. I think the next uh, article I do will be walking around the garden looking at the, the Phil, Nelson, and Pam plants. <laughs> it could be Hush Rufus. That'd be a good article, Rufus. Hush Rufus. <laughs> hush your mouth. <laughs> Craig is in Raleigh. Craig, uh, welcome to the show. Mike, what a beautiful morning it is. It is nice hey, out there. The cooler weather making me think about mountains and all the beautiful rhododendrons up there. And oh like, yeah. Oh my! I was just back from there. Is, is that is that wrong way Rufus talking? That's, <laughs> that's, that's Raleigh Rufus. No, that's the wrong way Rufus. Wrong way Rufus. Wrong way Rufus. Wrong way, everybody at Beaver Creek High School remembers wrong way Rufus. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, what is this? Another oh. story. What? Oh, Lord, I was playing high school football, and we were at Beaver Creek one night. Uh-oh. And the, the ball, there was a fumble, and I picked up the ball and headed straight for the other guy's goal. <laughs> and, and the crowd said, no, wrong way, Rufus, wrong way. <laughs> and finally it dawned on me, you're going the wrong way with the ball. Turn around. <clears throat> I don't know where you found that unless you've been reading my book. I've been reading your book. Uh-huh. And, you know, the other thing in there, Mike, a lot of people don't know. Rufus was going to be a great football player. They said that he would have made Charlie Choo Choo Justice look like Thomas the Tank Engine. If he, if he had, had, had run in the right direction. Well, I would have the weight to do it now. I didn't have I didn't weigh but 160 pounds back then. Well, I also know you got that terrible foot disease. I heard y'all talking about it the other day. I heard about it on the promotional this week, is that terrible foot disease, and I hope it's better now. What is that foot? What's that foot doing? Yeah, you're uh... nematodes. I heard you talk. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) nematodes. Nematodes. That's that is a real affliction. Most most gardeners get it eventually. There's no cure. Keep talking about it in front of him. It must. I know. Well. Just put a little Ben. Put a little Ben Gay on it. We know him well enough now. We can say things in front of him. Well, Rufus, here in Raleigh, what do you think the best roadies would be to grow down here in Raleigh? The, I don't know. They have they have more heat tolerant rhododendron now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's a hybrid that came out of Georgia, this little semi mountainous area down there, and I have found that that it will grow in Raleigh. Mm. And I I don't remember somebody brought it to me that had picked it up in Rome, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And but I I won't tell you, Craig. I have tried everything in the world to grow rhododendron. And Mountain Azalea down here. One time I took a half a pickup pick load of soil mm-hmm. from the mountains. It just won't do the heat. It's just oh, too. Because the colors are so beautiful. They're just gorgeous. It, I want to get some going. It just, well, it just won't do. Well, Phil. I, yeah, I've got some. I, I've got some, some really good ones from Phil. Over these. Well, another thing is I have some that are probably 20 feet or more tall that I that uh-huh. my dad had. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they have lots of babies around under them, so if you want to try one of those, if you're not having any tr- having any luck with yours, if you want, but I do have some really nice ones still at the nursery, but I have some under the the mother plant too. So we will come uh, get them from you. Now, what kind of sunlight do they need? How much shade do they have to have? Well, you know, in the mountains, they pretty much grow in the shade. I mean, you see them all along the parkway and. And places like that, so good drainage lot, too. Yeah, need a lot. They grow right on the side of the mountain, half rock. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they need good drainage. They need just uh, pretty. I'd say three quarter shade. Okay. I mean, mine that's have uh, pines for shade, so that yeah. gives them uh, gives them some good shade. That's the only. It's got to be the only garden center around that you can go and just dig up in the yard. Yeah, you can dig. <laughs> He you some plants. <laughs> we will be there. Maybe we can crossbreed one and call it the wrong way, Rufus. Wrong way, Rufus. <laughs> there you go. I swear. <laughs> Good thing they didn't pop up in one of your campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Well, with, with that moniker, he might not run again. That's right. That's right. That's right. You one probably final t- question. yeah. Well, got one right. minute. Okay, Silva. Where can I get some Silva? Sylvia. Hmm. They have it at the. Arboretum, and I'd like to get some. What? What do you? What do you call it? Sylvia. Salvia. Salvia. Oh, salvia. salvia. Oh, yeah, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. We got tons of salvia on sale right now for half price. It's, We're uh, on our way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's half price today. And there's Thank some there's time. some beautiful varieties. Yes, the hummingbirds love it too. Yeah. Great. Hey, Rufus. 
Yes. Goober said, hey. Oh, great. Hey to Goober. Great. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, I heard thanks, him. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Thank you, man. Good. That was Goober. Uh, Steve will be with us from Garner coming up. Uh, I guess we'll get a, a day lily, late in the season day lily report and other things, uh, whatever his wife wants to say. And uh, we'll be back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 835. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and uh, Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nurse, uh, <laughs> Nursery, is back with us this morning. And, Sam, I, I just saw you on Facebook. You were in, in amongst, so were you out at Dick's with the uh, – Sunflowers? Yeah, I was. That was a great picture. Thank you. Yeah, it looks like they've really come out. We were we rode by there last week, and the the sunflowers didn't look like they'd come out quite as much, but they look a lot. Yeah, I've more. never been out there before. I've been to uh, Ken's Corn Maze is by my house, and they did sunflowers last year for the first time. So I saw them there last year, but I've never been to Dick's to see them before. Rufus, you ever been to Ken's Corn Corn Maze? No, but I've been to Dick's. <laughs> well, I. I take that back. Now you that'd be politically incorrect. <laughs> yeah. He he used you, to he used to, <laughs> Well I've I've been to the corn maze and, and I think the, the sunflower exhibit is one of the most fantastic things that they've ever done. Yes, it and is. And by the way, you know the director now uh of the Dick's property is the former state treasurer and uh she Great is, gardener too. And yeah. uh loves the show. Oh, thank goodness. And I'm glad. that makes me that makes me happy. I'm glad she does. You just live right around the corner from uh, you know up Lake Wheeler there. Oh, absolutely. So it's not far. That's no. great. Mm. That's great. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I look for big things. Job. I hope I live to see all of that goes on. Yeah. With that place, I'm really really anxious to see it. But nice nice photo. I just liked it on Facebook, Sam. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Steve is in Garner. Hey, Steve, what's going on? Well, we only had 32 plants blooming today, but the ones that are blooming are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we don't have as many late bloomers in our garden as we have early to mid. Um, well, you're just going to have to add some late bloomers. That's what my wife said. We're going to start look, going to these daily gardens and looking for late bloomers and start putting some in. Our garden is called Just One More, so we're going to find a space. Oh, okay. Good. Well, Steve, uh, does your wife help you out in the garden? She she just went in. She was out here. She neatens up the the clumps, takes the uh, spent scapes out. And you know that's something people just don't do is take the take the time to deadhead things and you know yeah kind of make the garden. Oh, we're look. out here every day. Yeah, I bet she's a good supervisor too, isn't she? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Truth comes she, out. Said, she was up there at the top of the garden she heard that and she said i, I, I ain't saying nothing <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't make her mad did we no no oh, okay good i didn't i didn't know if that's why she went back inside <laughs> I, no no it's, she can only take so much of it out here yeah it's a little little warm a little well, humid she, she she stepped off the 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 curb a couple of about a month and a half ago 
and fell on her tailbone. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That, that uh, can really hurt. That yet, so yeah. Trying to get into a chiropractor, see if that can, they can pop her back into shape. I hope mm. so. Yeah. I do have uh, one thing I want to uh, thank Phil for the free plants. I got uh, a purple heirloom and two uh, grape tomato, I mean, uh, cherry tomato plants. And they are going like gangbusters right now. So I rescued three of your plants for you. Well, That's I appreciate wonderful. that. Yeah. And I'm glad you're enjoying them. That's oh, great. Right. That's well, what's important. Tasty. Uh, I, I, the the uh, purple just finally bloomed uh, this week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I do have a. Uh, do you have any uh, crepe myrtles in your sale? We don't have any crepe myrtles. Uh, I just got a list. I can tell you this though. We've got some really neat neat plants in the sale. Um, we've got Goshiki Osmanthus, Blue Star Juniper, Sienna Sunset Thuja, and the and then the. Um, the uh, Dwarf Albertas, and all of those are in, I think they're in gallon, full gallon pots. Uh, some of them may, might be a little bit bigger, but they're $5 a piece today. So that's a that's a steel deal right there, and they're good size. They're not tiny. And one serious question, um, I like the airy look of my hibiscus. Mm-hmm. But I've got a caterpillar that's making it too airy. Oh, man. <laughs> they love to get those leaves and just eat, the, eat them to pieces. I've, I've had problems with yeah. that the last couple of years. It, will Liquid 7 do it? It will. It, it certainly will. You got That's what it is. I, I, I'm very loath to use it because of what it does to the other pollinators. Yeah. But I've found that it's about the only thing that will keep them off of there. Well, I was going to put it in like a, uh, a spray bottle and just do each leech in, individually and stay away from the flowers because yeah. the bees love the bees love the hibiscus. Oh no! Well, you know, um, they'll eat all those leaves off and then they'll just the leaves will come right back. So I, I had a couple of water plants in a a big uh, tub, and something got on them, some caterpillars of some type, and ate every leaf off. And right now they're back. Fully leafed out again. Will so, that affect the bloom of no. at all for them to lose? Is it a moth or is it a butterfly? <laughs> it is probably a moth. Yeah. Okay. But uh, one one seriously funny, you know, last week you guys had a continuing conversation through almost the whole three hours about Japanese stiltgrass. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that. It's it, yeah, it's blooming. I mean, it's I it's just, just so prevalent. Hours on the last couple of days, pulling and spraying stilt grass in my yard. So, I, that stuff. I, here's the thing that's really funny about it. I have this beautiful stand in a in a area that feeds to a creek. That's a that's a uh, um, uh, pipe. Uh, what do they call it? right-of-way for the city of Garner. Mm-hmm. And the deer come up out of the creek and get into my garden, and I can I spray my, when, I, when it's necessary, I spray my uh, daylily blooms with the, uh, the deer repellent. Mm-hmm. But I have this beautiful stand of stilt grass, and they walked over the stilt grass <laughs> into my hosta bed and chewed my hostas all the way down to the ground. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, they, they Not the stilt grass. I, I thought about even bailing them out and see if horses and cattle will eat it. 
You know what the other name <laughs> of still grass is, right? Aggravation. Now, packaging grass. Sure, came over in packaging. That's what they said in the history of it. They said that the the or the uh, Asian, which is from China, Japan, Indonesia, they use that to package stuff and ship it to the United States. So right. We have another reason to thank China. It it just you know it grows in the sun and shade. It grows through on a someone has ivy on their bank. It's a very oh, yeah. steep bank. But stilt grass is growing through that. Oh, yeah. I've got gold mops in my backyard. It was growing all the way up through all that stuff. You talk about something hard to get out. Yeah. And you're fighting the the branches of the uh, gold mop and trying to pull that out of the ground at the same time. That... uh, well, if y'all are as fastidious about the rest of your plants that you are with your daylilies, then boy, that must be maddening. To... Yeah, it, yeah, it, especially when you, you know, I, I I had knee surgery earlier this year, and I'm still recovering from that. I'm not completely recovered from it, and I can't stay out for too long, so I've allowed things to get a little bit out of hand this year. And uh, it is frustrating to. I'm sure it is. <clears throat> well, you'll you'll get it all worked out. By the way, Steve, if you come to the farmers market where where we'll be next week, yeah, I'll bring you a crepe myrtle that I rooted from a, a stock at home. Well, bless your. Wow! Heart. I'll bring you a daylily. Hey, all right. That's a, that's a, a great that's deal. A nice trait. Doggone right. Yeah, we'll be out there. We'll be at the state. Far- Thanks for bringing that up, Rufus. We'll be at the State Farmer's Market next week. Boy, we've been missing being out there. Yep. That's Do you know good where place. you're going to be at? Up, are you going to be up that restroom area? Is that where you where you They, uh, whatever they call it. Well, on it's kind of an exhibition. Sun, well, it's like a, a cafe. A, a, yeah, they have a kitchen, they have bathrooms, and they have a porch is basically right. what it is. Thank goodness they got shade. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll see you next week then. Yes, sir. As far as we know, that's where we'll be, but uh, you'll uh, see the WPTF. Thank you for letting me talk. All right, Steve, (laughs) take care, buddy. Same back at you. uh, 8.45 WPTF time. We'll talk to Susan coming up on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. You're listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, it's 848 as we zip through this hour. Having so much fun. Susan is in Raleigh. Hey, Susan. Hello, how are you? Uh, Well, pretty good, thank you. I wish you a good morning. Yeah, same to you. Any way we can help you? I hope you're on the way to... Um, or your listeners are. I don't want you all to leave before the show's over, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love for your listeners to be on the way to our iris sale. Well, you know, I was just talking about that a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, thank and, you. And Phil, Phil was giving me grief. She was making faces over here because she thought it was last week. <laughs> And I was talking about it at the wrong, but I said July 24th. She thought I messed up and mentioned it last week for some reason. I was just promoting ahead. I can't keep up with the dates. I don't even know what day it is. It's, if I didn't it's come July here. 24th, and I was promoting ahead. Now I'm promoting it again, as, I said, as I said I would do. That's great. You forget you know, me? I do. You will have time to make it here because we'll be here until 3 o'clock at the Arboretum. And this year we're outside on the South Terrace. 
Mm. Oh, great. Uh, we'll, we'll welcome you anytime you can come. And That's where Ann and I filmed uh, uh, North Carolina People with Bill Friday. That's right. Out there on that oh, terrace. Great. Sure did in, in March of 2006. I think about well, it every we'll time I go over there. All the questions that you have about irises and growing them. We have a wonderful selection. We've dug from our gardens here in Raleigh, Apex, Creedmoor. So these are locally grown irises and uh, the people who grew them. So we can Great. fill you in on all those particulars of how to grow them. What, what is the latest to rebloom or will bloom? The latest time of the year. Oh, my goodness. I've had one on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, my goodness. Uh, on my Thanksgiving Day table. I've had one in a warm, warm winter uh, into December. Mm-hmm. So um, you never know. And we have plenty of rebloomers today. Um, so we're, we're ready to keep you stocked. Susan, y'all are welcome. Uh, Susan, you're welcome to, to call back during the 10 o'clock hour and remind us again if you want to. I'll be glad to. We'd love Thank to hear you from so you. Much. Thank you. I appreciate all you fine people do every Saturday. Yes, ma'am. Thank, Thank you, you, Susan. Bye-bye. Bye. That's great. So that was right. It's the day. I'm glad. July 24th. You're, Mike, you're always right. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm always wrong. Sweet but, Melissa might hear I, that. Yeah. I don't know. No, you do good. Well, don't be like the old boy in court one time in Boone. He said, Your Honor, you are right, and I am wrong, as you always are. He got his syntax all messed up. <laughs> and did the judge catch it? <laughs> he caught it and said, Well, Connor, I think you got that all wrong. You're the, you're the one that's wrong, and you're before me now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the judge is right. All right, 919-860-9783. Boy, what a, that would be great to have a, a iris put on the table on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, wow. it would. That'd be great. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, they'll some of the varieties will just pop up when you least expect it now. Mm-hmm. Which is which is nice. Uh, I don't know if Miss Powell helped develop any of those late bloomers or or what, but uh gosh, she was certainly capable of it. I would say so. <laughs> But I, I love iris and uh, Rufus. You were mentioning digging iris. How do we or separating, dividing iris? How do we do that? Dig the whole clump up and just take your hand and pull them apart. And uh, I, I always cut it, the non-rebloomers. I cut the tops off. It makes it, it just looks a lot better and won't, won't hurt. They're, do, you, they're, do you tie them into bows? I don't do the bow thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen people that do it. Yeah, it looks nice too. Oh yeah, I have I have an iris that uh, I got from my mother probably twenty five years ago, and I still love that thing. Oh, it, it's the one that I won the prize on. Wow! No, that was a daylily. Daylily. That was no. a daylily. I'm sorry. But you got an iris from her too. You got an iris from her. It's a what pur- color is it? Purple with white stripes in it. Mm. Oh wow! That sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you're dividing, I think I'd like one of those. Yeah. We'll. If you're thinking about it, I'll think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. White, uh, purple with white stripes. That sounds on nice. It. Yeah, it does. 919 Do you have any iris available? I, I don't have. Well, we have one of the, uh, we have these huge clumps. Uh, I think it's a three-gallon pot uh, that we got from one of the local growers. Um, 
and it's the the striped. Uh, as a matter of fact, Pam Beck came over this week and got one. She's she, going to be with us at the farmer's market, by the okay. way. Okay, good, great. She uh, she and her husband came over, and she had been the week before, and she said, when I went home, I was really sad that I didn't get one of those, so she came back and got one. But I've got a ton of iris that people have given me over the years, and we bet it, I've bedded them well, down. Are we going to dig from your yard? You can. <laughs> I, hey, no joke. A landscaper wanted some of the little short white iris, and um, I dug some up for her. And and she had a she had a job that she the woman that's all she wanted was those little the little I don't even know what they're called but they're they're very short they're about I guess about eight or ten inches tall and um, I literally we went down there and dug some up the the, the Tommy toes of the iris world I that's call that's it right and Tommy uh, toes of the iris but there's world. some beautiful colors down there and and people friends have just uh, when they split up their iris have given them to me and we bedded them down down there and they're just gorgeous so which one was was it that pam wanted pam wanted i don't know if I, you know i don't even know what the name is on that iris i'll get them to tell me but it looks like caesar's brother or something but it's it's about that it's what probably three feet it? tall it's not blooming right now <clears throat> okay so if it were yeah. blooming i'd know but right. i think it it could be caesar's brother I like that kitty is in durham Aww. kitty good morning Good morning. I have something weird going on on a camellia. I have things that look like little crab apples growing all <laughs> over them. And I thought they were seed pods, but when I looked it up online, it doesn't look like what they say. It more than likely is seed pods. It is? It could be those. And they're a little, I'm not positive on this, but I think there's been some of my sasanquas. They're little fungi-type um, So it's uh, not balls. part of the camellia. It's, well, it's, yeah, it's it's like a – but it won't do anything to hurt them. It grows on a stem. Right. It won't if, – yeah. if that's what it is, it won't hurt them. Green. Yes, yes. So, I mean, I've had one or two in the past, but this year I bet I've pulled off 50 off this one plant. Yeah, maybe it's just uh, stress. Yeah, there's – they come on my sasanquas, but they're not seed pods. Those are not. Um, okay. Because when you open them up, there's really not much in there. They're just kind of just a little fungal ball type thing, like comes on oak trees. Okay, and it won't hurt them? No, it doesn't hurt they mine. I've never had any problems yeah, with them at all. Off. Yeah, just I, I don't even take mine off. I just usually let them kind of go and do the natural thing, and they they don't have any problems with them. Well, I have a huge walnut, black walnut tree, and I had heard that you're supposed to put the Kentucky bluegrass under them, but you're to pick up all the walnut shells. My trouble is the squirrels are sitting in the tree eating the walnuts, and the I can pick up the shells except for the little chips. Is there any secret to getting those little chips up off the ground? Hmm. You vacuum them up. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> my vacuum doesn't think they want. <laughs> I don't know if you could use a blower and kind of blow them. Yeah, that away. didn't want to work either. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this about your black walnut tree. I've noticed, and I was going to mention this on the show. I've noticed that my black walnuts this year are all falling off the tree, and they are very small. 
I mean, it's the tree's full, okay, but they're falling off, and they're only about half or a third the size that they should be, and they shouldn't be falling off now anyway. So well, um, falling off from the very beginning, starting just itty bitty. Yeah, and they're getting bigger, but yeah, they're not full size yet. But I'm only getting like oh seven or eight a day off, and it's a good sized tree. Right. Well, mine, um, yeah, ours there at the nursery, it there's probably a hundred black walnuts on the ground from that tree, and they're only a third to half the size. So I was hoping that somebody would mention that or I was going to see if anybody had one, and the same thing was happening. So I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm picking them up every day, Mm -hmm. number one, to keep them off the grass, but number two, I'm saving them and then taking them way back in the woods and uh, putting them down, trying to convince the squirrels they don't want to plant all of them in my front yard again. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. I'm digging walnuts up. Well, I have a trick that has worked for almost a year for me with deer. Got about 30 seconds. Okay. Across the street from me is a big pond, and the deer come running across through my uh, yard, and I have a nylon, net nylon fence up, but they were still coming through that. And I hung a wire and then scalloped down Christmas lights, white Christmas lights that I have on a timer. And they haven't come through the fence all Wow. Well, that's great. Right. Well, that's a great idea. Yeah. Hey, Kitty, I looked up the seed pods. They are seed pods okay. on the camellias. And okay. you, can, you can cut them open with a knife and then propagate. Okay. Well, okay. good then. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk to Alex and Meadow and talk to the farmer's market folks, too.